there? You've got to come with me. I'm not going with you anywhere. Wendy, Denise is coming here to eat you. I'm going to call your father. No, don't open the door! Just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the family. She is the middle ground mm-hmm. of this family. Yeah, she's like, the glue that's holding that family together pretty yeah. much, like most mothers are. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not super glue. It's Elmer's glue. Yep. So, like, what happened next? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was a lovely vacation at the lake. Little did Peggy know that she would be the meal for a Tropopkin. You know, like that's the thing that was going through my mind, and he like didn't even wow. care. He did not. Hey, I'm replacing your mom. Mm-hmm. Like I'm signing up to your dad's DMs. Like it's just, yeah, I'm gonna react like that. Hi guys, welcome back to our final episode of season one of Mixed Movie Reviews. My name is Isabel, and I'm here with my two brothers, Singleton. Hey guys, and Taylor. Hey, and. Yeah, this is exciting. This is our Which episode season is finale. Yeah. I don't know. It's the 21st episode. <gasps> the 21st episode. Or 20... 20-ish. Sh- oh, shit. Let me we should probably up. know how many episodes we have out. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Come on, tech guy. We had 13 on Friday the 13th, which was pretty cool. Yep. So, yeah. So, this is our final... Our finale. 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 Just we're, not, we're not canceled yet. We're not canceled yet. <laughs> Uh, we made it to the end. This past year has been awesome doing this with you guys. Yeah, 21 um, episodes. 21 episodes. Lots of rearranging our schedules and making it work and breakfasts. Yep. <laughs> I believe it's called breakfast sigh. Breakfast sigh. Breakfasts. I'm really excited to... Start the second. Start the second season eventually. And we're going to mm-hmm. take like a little hiatus. But there's not going to be a break in what you, Episodes, the listeners here. Yeah. yeah. But we are taking a little month-long hiatus, getting some ideas together, and then we will put those in season two. Yeah. Coming back strong. Mm-hmm. More Boom. ideas, more ways to access like our podcast and get to know us a little bit better. I'm really excited for that. Like too. you can buy tickets and watch us actually do the podcast. Yeah, I'll send you guys the Google Drive link. Yeah. <laughs> just like, email me. You can just... <laughs> We just rent out like <laughs> a studio and you're like, sweet, we got five people. Uh, we're just going to do a live. We'll be five more people than what we have now. <laughs> do you guys watch the movie? And everyone's like, no. And we're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> who are you guys again? What are you talking about? You're like, I thought this was an intervention. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, for who? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the plasma center? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm really excited for this episode, not because it's like a finale and I get to take a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. but also I'm really excited because this is the movie I feel like started everything yeah. for us. It's mm-hmm. like, I know I definitely was on the porch with Singleton um, last summer and I was like, we're just thinking about this random scene in this movie. And I was like, what is that? And it just started tumbling yep. into other movies we were thinking of and like how all of us as siblings relate to movies and each other and just like what amazing memories we have with everything. Yep. And then it's like, this is a perfect way to end the season. 
And it, what is this movie called? This movie is called Step Monster. 1993 Step Monster. Not it, released in theaters. Not released in theaters. <laughs> no, I where was it released? It was like straight to TV. It's yeah. probably one of the straight to TV. But I think I remember watching it like on Disney or something. Yeah, like, they showed it on Disney. Okay, I feel like Disney back in the day just had like random movies that were not associated with like mm-hmm. Disney. And they had concerts. I remember concerts. I mean, that's where that's where Dad recorded Secret World. Oh, by, I didn't know that. By Peter Gabriel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God, I remember him watching that thing I like, used every to day. Hate that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate his music now, like Peter Gabriel, and I'm like, I love this music. You had to come into it on your own. Yes. You couldn't be forced into it by dad. Yes. I think I always liked it, though. I definitely got sick of dad watching it all the time mm-hmm. because he would fast forward It would just it. be loud, and I'm like, shh. I'm like a little eight-year-old kid, like, be quiet. It's <laughs> like, like I come downstairs, and I just hear, stand back. And I just hear dad's foot stopping, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back upstairs and play some Crash Team Racing. <laughs> yes, I I think, what is it, In Your Eyes is probably one of my favorite songs. It's deal. just a really great memory associated with dad. Mm-hmm. But they don't play that in this movie. They don't play that in this movie. They... This movie, I have been asking people if they have heard of it or seen it, like kind of around my age. Um, just like, has anyone else like just randomly have this memory? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only a couple of people have been like, oh yeah, I know about this movie and I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it. So playing the trailer for people, be like, you have to watch this trailer. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, Yes, now I know. So it's kind of opened up wounds for people. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> not going to watch it. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. So fortunately, I got to watch it the first time with two of my best friends. Mm-hmm. But then I had to watch it yesterday by myself oh boy. late at night. And, and not in one half speed. Not in one half speed. All <laughs> just regular speed. And it was a doozy. Yeah. So what were your guys' first initial thoughts? Like, with this is the movie that we've like I picked. Like when I guessed that this was the movie that we were going to yes, be watching. Yes, you're so good at guessing. We'll have to tally up how many times each of us guessed. I think I've only done it once. I'll leave that up to you, Taylor, because you cut everything and you know how many times I win. <laughs> yeah, I might do that, so we'll see. <laughs> He's like, I'll have those numbers to you in about a month. <laughs> it's like 95% single. It's like, oh yeah, we had 21 episodes. Yeah, you you got most of them. You win. Um, mm-hmm. No, but when I guessed this, I knew that it was like a short movie, so I I wasn't too upset with like if it's going to be bad because I didn't remember a lot of the scenes, but there were some characters that I forgot about and scenes that I knew of it but didn't really sit down and watch it at the house, Mm -hmm. and I was actually kind of shocked that mom and dad let you watch this movie with some Mm -hmm. of like the undertones throughout it and the language too. That's why I don't. Shit. Shit. Yeah. I don't well, know. Kids if it saying was. shit is always funny. There's always. So. But on Disney? Yeah. I don't. But it wasn't a Disney movie. It wasn't a Disney movie. Yeah. I mean, I have very vague memories of this. I think the scene that stands out the most to me from my memories is when he catches her in the uh, hammock. Yep. Oh, okay. Like that sticks out in my mind a lot. When, like, when there's just the camera shot of her face changing into the monster. Yes. That's what I remember the most. <laughs> I don't re- I don't remember what the kid looked like. The shrink. I remember I I do remember the shrink. Mm-hmm. And 
I think I remember Alan Thicke's face. And like, that's it. Like, I didn't remember. <laughs> I remember watching this movie all the time, though. But I just couldn't recall anything more significant than those random shots. Yeah. And Alan Thicke plays uh, George Doherty in this, which is like the father in the movie. And he is the father to, what was his name? Robin Thicke? Yeah. Blurred yes. Lines? Yeah. I still have never actually heard that song. Really? I liked it until people are like, that's a sketchy song. And I'm like, it is. It yeah. is. Uh, that's another time. But yes. This. So are a lot of songs in Dumbo. I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen Dumbo. I know it's a bit racist, but uh, I've never seen it. Dumbo? Gotta, gotta love that so. old Disney with the crows. Yeah, the crows I think are supposed to signify <laughs> like black people and you're like, all right. <laughs> I love I love early racism. That's great. But you should watch Song of the South next. I have seen some. I do have access to that movie. Oh God. <laughs> really? Interesting. That's yeah talking about diversity there was none in this movie <laughs> i don't think i saw like one black person in this well movie. there was the monster are you saying that a black person is a monster that's racist, racist. no the monster is different than the human okay. okay yeah 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 i guess if that's diversity i'm uh-huh. just saying uh-huh. it was just a fun transition no there are not any black people yeah. in this movie but there's also only like five characters in this movie. So yeah. it's a pretty short list. Tight this budget. Very <laughs> tight budget. Uh, I did I'm, not look up how much it was. <laughs> I mean, did you do you remember the wedding? There were five people there, including the pastor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, and they got married at home. Yeah. Including in the pastor and the bride and groom. They all got it's married. It's not cheap. It's humble. Okay. Interesting. The most expensive thing in this movie was probably like the makeup for the Trapopkin. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yep. Which is the creature in the movie. It's I a, believe it's pronounced Trapoopkin. I thought it was uh, tra- You tra- had it right the first time. Tr- Troll Goblin. There you go. Troll Goblin. <laughs> Troll Goblin. <laughs> no, like the the cinematography looked as if it was okay, we're going to go into this open house that somebody's trying to sell and like shoot a couple scenes. Uh, no frills. We're going to walk along this path by this lake, like gorilla uh, filming pretty much. <laughs> I don't know if they had permits to shoot anything here. I, like they'd pull up to a house and they'd talk about it. Like this is where they're going to go, but there's no shots of them like in the house. Actually going. Yeah. yeah. So it was a lot of, you had to make up, you had to make up in your mind what was actually happening, and mm-hmm. they didn't show you in the movie. That's how I felt about, yeah, about the, so, I mean, like, let's get into it. So, so we have, like, Alan Thicke, who plays George Daltrey. I don't know who Molly Cheek is, but she plays the mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Abby. Then we have uh, Billy Corbin, which is the son, which the whole story revolves around. The lead singer of the uh, Smashing Pumpkins? Is that the singer for Smashing Pumpkins? No, it's Billy Corrigan. No. Oh, no. okay. Who's Todd Daltrey and Robin Riker, which mm-hmm. is like, who named you? Probably your parents. Yeah. Who plays Denise Gore, which I was like, that's a very interesting last name. Yeah. Well, she's because a she's a uh, Trapopkin. She's a Trapopkin. Everything's oh, spoilers. spooky. Sorry. So those are the main characters that we come in contact with. We'll open it up once we get to the other ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the opening scene is basically like this guy someone is making a comic book like you wouldn't get from reading or from seeing the trailer you're like don't really get anything like this is a comic book so 
the opening like credit scene, which goes on forever, is everything that goes into making a comic. Mm-hmm. Like pencils, pens, all this, which it's kind of like, and this is a movie about monsters? Okay, this has nothing to do with this. No. It's but it like, kind of sets the stage yeah. for what you're about to get into because whoever is inking the comic book cover did a scene from a lake that then fades into the lake where we meet our character. So you kind of think that that comic book and the story are going to run parallel. Is anything real? Is it real? I don't know. Is there a real like Tropopkin comic book out there? I did not research this. There is some real bad acting in this movie though. Yeah, There's some real, real bad acting. So once we make it to the real world outside the comic book world, we're inside the comic book <laughs> or world. inside. We get to meet a family that is George, Todd, and I was going to say Molly, Abby. Mm-hmm. Pretty happy family. Pretty typical. <laughs> I fucking guess. But <laughs> as soon as they like stop, they automatically are like, the son likes comics. He likes monsters. All these like weird things. And the dad's like, no, you like violin and you like order. <laughs> so... <laughs> Alan Thicke's character is very like work is important. Violins order, are important. Violins, blueprints. He loves these three items and women. <laughs> oh yeah, he loves <laughs> and he women. loves women. So he's very critical, and because f- the first time that like his first line is criticizing a sign that is next to a lake that his son pointed out as being great. So you can kind of get a sense of like what their relationship is like. Yes. He's very high level like, oh, this doesn't concern me as well. Mm-hmm. And he brings up, their, they're on vacation. He's supposed to have fun and practice this violin. He brings this up no less than 20 times throughout the movie. You got to practice your violin, practice your violin. <laughs> You're like, chill out, dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, you suck. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's like a working vacation and... The kid is really excited, wants to go fishing, and he's like, "Sorry, I can't. I got to go work." And then, but you also get an insight of to the mom, which is not in the movie very long because it's called Step Monster. No, I didn't even Step jot mom. down her name because I was like, "She's oh well, she's the character who's like understanding and caring. She loves both like Todd and Georgie. It's like, like a mother mm-hmm. does. Like like a mother does. Like I understand you love comics and oh, I understand that like you love blueprints." Well, so. I, I, I think prints are my comics. I think the easiest way to set this up is like Todd and his mom have imagination. Yep. Oh my god. He, the father George, does not have imagination. This and the, that comes into play so much in this movie. So much, and it bothers me in a way because I'm like, I would expect you, if you are like an architect, to have some sort of imagination, correct? Yeah. Like yep. you have to put pen to paper and create someone's like dream house. You have to have ideas. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I think the wife at one point is like, you know, he's just not creative. And you're like, what? The most that's unimaginative. So rude. Architect ever. I was like, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, they're on a trip. We end up like learning about these trip Hopkins, like as soon as the movie starts, yeah. like it's just zero to 60. It's like, Hey, you ever heard about a trip Hopkins? Over and over again. It's like common knowledge in the in this world. Yes. Because the kid's like, you know, has this grandfather that also has an imagination. And he's like, there, Grandpa says there's only three monsters left in the world. Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, and Trip Hopkins. Yeah. And you're like, that's random. Yeah. 
but I guess they, they run rampant in the uh, part of the forest they're staying yep. in because it's like there's signs up. He finds footprints. He hears stuff in the like brush. Like one, mm-hmm. this kid loves these things. He's mm-hmm. not scared. He wants to go explore. He wants to find one. So this kid's fishing one by himself with two poles, which is really extra sad. <laughs> so he's like waiting for his dad. But since his dad is there, he's on a work trip. Yeah. He's like, we got to go check out the site where I'm building this house in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. where Trip Hopkins live. And by the way, Trip Hopkins, and I did some very quick digging. <laughs> I didn't look it up too seriously, but I cannot find the term or name for a creature, Trip Hopkins, like anywhere else except this movie. Someone thought that was the best idea in the world. Yeah. I have nothing else to say. I have nothing else to say about this. So the dad's on a work trip. Basically, he's building this house Mm. for this beautiful woman who comes out of the freaking woods in lingerie and is like, oh, this house is for me. Her name is Denise, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. the Tropopkin. A.k.a. the mom from Brink. Is that the mom from Brink? Yeah. That's hilarious. So if you know what Brink is... The mom's in this movie. <laughs> so Soul Skater. Oh, gosh, yeah, she just it. walks up and says, Out Oh, I was woods. just taking a walk in the woods. And like you said, she was in lingerie. She comes in like this pl- like plunging neckline, form fitting dress. Yeah. And you can see the the wife at the time, the mother, she's got is a- like trying to turn her eyes like, Oh my gosh. So mm-hmm. she's like, I got a sweater on, I got my hiking boots, like I'm a mom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't she's know where that country is. Yeah. <laughs> But she also, uh, Denise, makes a reference. She's like, oh, do you have kids? And they're like, yeah, we have one. And she's like, oh, well, maybe I can have you for dinner one night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's talking about eating them because she's a Woo! monster. Ooh, monster joke. <laughs> she's like, I just love, just love you. <laughs> yeah. I could just eat you up. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, this is actually real. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, in terms, it's like, okay, so he's building, they're talking, they're interacting with Denise. This kid's on this hunt for this monster that he found footprints in. Mm -hmm. And throughout this movie, there's tons of scenes that are happening that we've already lived that the comic book comes into play. Like, it'll be like a scene like, oh, it's not like seeing a movie that's like based on a comic book and it kind of like uh, Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Where it like flashes in between like the video game or the comic and the movie, and you're like, oh, I understand these references. Video game or comic? I don't know which. No, one's which. it's it's comic, but a more equal example would probably be like Tank Girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So after Todd is done fishing because he doesn't catch shit, he follows these tracks, which are laid out in the comic book perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a shot for shot. He yes. follows these tracks back to the house and they lead essentially right to where Denise came out of the woods to talk to his mom and dad. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, and so he's cool like, that's a Trapopkin. And you're like, that's And he's rude. like, go play violin, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking shit. <laughs> Which they just fight constantly in this movie mm-hmm. and it's a little much. How old like, do you think? Todd is supposed to be in this movie. Like thirteen. I mean, he says he's. I'm. I'm pretty sure they say he's twelve. Oh, yeah, twelve. He's a smart ass twelve year old. If I were to talk to mom or even dad like this, I mean, there would be like a pop. Like mom when she would like. Are that sounds really crazy? But if you know, you know. Like when (laughs) you say something and you're 
especially with mom, she would just come out of nowhere and she would always have like gorgeous long nails, but then she would like flick you in the mouth and you're like instantly done. You're like, yeah. I am so sorry. That that little short lady's arm moved quicker than a rattlesnake strike. <laughs> like it's just like, <laughs> you felt it and then you heard the pop. Yep. Yep. Mm. I love her mom. Memories. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I never really got flicked in the mouth because I was always so much taller mm. than her. <clears throat> but, like, <laughs> for like five years and up. But, like, my punishment when I was a kid, and they knew that, like, I was going to drag ass doing this. I was always told, like, if I did something really bad, it's like, you have to go get a wooden spoon. So I would like take a half hour to walk out into the kitchen <laughs> to grab like the tiniest little wooden spoon. And it was like such a little light wrap on the knuckles type of thing. It wasn't like I was getting beat yeah. or anything, but it was just one little like smack on the back of the hand that was super light, but it was just the thought that I had to go get my weapon of choice that mm-hmm. I was going to get obliterated with in my mind. <laughs> And then, like, I remember walking out with a short one, short, uh... I know a spoon you're talking spoon. about, too. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, go get a bigger one. And you're like, you witch. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. So. But anyways, the son is sent away from the three adults talking. And then, like, quick flash forwards to that Nighttime, evening. yeah. And George is sitting there at the construction site. And it's really just, like, a pile of gravel and some boards. It's 10 <laughs> o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah the wife comes up it is like look you and him have to like work together you know he's free essentially saying he's free-spirited he likes his comics you're pretty rigid he's like okay i'll work on it she is the middle ground Mm -hmm. of this family yeah she's the glue that's holding that family together pretty much like most mothers are unfortunately it's not super glue it's elmer's glue yep as you'll see as you will see (laughs) what a terrible comparison But she, at night, grabs a lantern, starts walking back, and I don't know if she loses her way or she hears something in the woods she behind hears her. There's like growling. Yeah, and shit. growling. And she is getting chased by something. She finds her way into like this little cavern, and she's like, oh, I'll be safe in here. And this is where you Totally get, looks like a Tropopkin cave. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> shouldn't go in there. <laughs> so this is, this is also where you get flashbacks of like, what's happening, and then like, cut like cells from the comic book that coincide. So she gets attacked by a Tropopkin and is instantly spat upon by the Tropopkin. It's disgusting. Which sneezed on, sneezed on like that fake vomit looking stuff Mm -hmm. just coats her. And then that's the last you see of the mom. Yeah. Kid wakes up the next morning or well, it's like a jump to like six months. Yeah. This is so weird. You don't see anything else after this except She's spat on the and <laughs> she's stuff scre- up. Yeah, and she and she she screams. The next scene are her parents. Yeah. So George's in-laws making breakfast in George's house, talking about how six months ago their daughter disappeared. Yes. Well, see, the weird thing is they jump in between the grandparents' house and George's house, and I never know. What house they're at? I thought they were I don't just think at George. Ever, I think you don't ever see the grandparents' house. house. The end, because they go to watch him. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's all at George's confusing. house. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I think they're just at George's house. I, I think my favorite part of this scene, though, is of course the grandmother is making breakfast in the morning for everyone. Yeah. Grandfather comes downstairs, and the first thing he says <laughs> is just shh. 
because he's old and has a headache. He's like, I'm and tired. <laughs> what he says to his wife is, a man my age should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Jesus, Grandpa. <laughs> like, calm down. And who? But the grandfather here is played by... George Gaines. I mean, back in the 80s, there was a show, Punky Brewster. So he played the father in Punky Brewster and also plays the chief of police in uh, Police Academy. Like, mm. as, I mean, I think there were like three of those movies back in the 80s or something. I think there were Pretty five. Pretty sure it was like oh, geez. five okay, or seven or something. I've Way never off. seen any of them. Okay. Neither have I. Um, but he was like a comedic actor. Mm-hmm. So, no. <laughs> They're kind of like, not the comic relief, but the ones that like make sense out of everything like the, the mom the reasonable human being the reasonable people like the mom's like hey i'm just gonna make a breakfast because todd our grandson's about to be handed some terrible news like yeah. i just want this breakfast to go well grandpa's like i like i'm worried about my daughter like she's not dead like she's missing we haven't found her body yep. so like he, he still has hope the grandparents still have hope todd still has a hope but the mother is like but she's gone yeah <laughs> They're like, but the mom's gone because guess what? Dad's got a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. An engaged girlfriend. Engaged girlfriend. <laughs> so because it's been six flipping months. Yep. And he's like, guess what? You're about to have a new stepmom. Before they break the news to Todd, the freaking grandfather goes upstairs and just randomly looks into the uh telescope and sees who will Wendy, be introduced yeah. to later, Wendy, the babysitter. And he's just like, good Lord. <laughs> he's like, Jesus And then he's like, Christ. no, I was looking at you. And there's like, which doesn't make any sense. Todd's face in the telescope, <laughs> it's like, which I took a screenshot of. Cause that shit is hilarious. That's amazing. Okay. But yeah, he's like, I won't tell if you won't. Yeah. That's the best thing is so like the grandfather is a perv because he's like, I'll keep your secret. If you don't tell my wife that I was just spying on your babysitter across the street. Yeah. And Todd's like, okay, cool. Don't tell my dad that my telescope is pointed at the babysitter across the street. We're all good. Copacetic. Super gross. (laughs) Super gross. I mean, there's like this nineties trope with like young boys, like let's watch girls naked because there's another movie that I really enjoy called monster squad. Yeah. Which we will eventually talk about. Oh, yeah. But there's, in their clubhouse in Monster Squad, they have a camera pointed at this girl's, like, bedroom, and they take pictures of her. And I was like, this is not okay, people. Like, this is very inappropriate, and it's not okay to be teaching young men this. But for some odd reason, every, like, 90s, like, teen movies got this kid. It's like, I saw your movies. (laughs) And you're like, calm down. That was, like, (laughs) Like, in the movies, that was the focus and that was the goal of most adolescent teens was just to see boobs. Yeah, Yeah. I don't. (laughs) Just the boobs. (laughs) Oh, and um, this got a mild on the parent review. A mild. A mild. Uh, One instance, the boy watches a female neighbor undressed through a telescope. I like how it's mild like salsa. Like... (laughs) This is mild. It's like medium, mild. It's, like a, it's, it's not spicy habanero. <laughs> it's not a pine, pineapple chutney or anything like no, that. No. It's mild. <laughs> so after they make, after Grandpa and Todd make this pact not to rat on each other mm-hmm. about the perviness, he is. He tells Todd like, "Oh, your dad's coming home. He has a surprise for you." So Todd instantly goes to. He found mom. Yeah. After six months, goes running down the steps mm-hmm. and. This made me think, how long has the dad been away? 
if he's like happy to see him or it's like he just went away for the weekend because he's an architect and he's been working on this house. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, dad's just been gone for six months. Mom's been gone for six <laughs> months and he's coming back. Okay. Yes. Todd thinks that his dad's been looking for his mother all this time. It's definitely how it feels because yeah. of how it's shot and how things are set up. Yeah. So. so he runs down into the living room. His dad's standing there, turns around and on his arm is Denise the woman from the woods who is this monster dun, dun, dun. and is like, Hey, this is Denise. She's going to be your new stepmom." And it's like, you could see Todd's world just come crashing down and like, you're a huge piece of shit. Like runs upstairs. Like I don't like her, which is a legit reaction. Like yes. it's been six months. I think I need a little bit of time to like grieve, maybe come to terms that my mom's probably not going to come back. You know, like a body wasn't found. He has every right, and Alan. Yeah, but um, he has a violin, so he should be all good. It's the and best George thing ever. is just like, <sighs> I'm like, what do you expect a 12 year old kid to like react? That like, hey, I'm replacing your mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm signing up to your dad's DMs. Like, it's just, yeah, I'm gonna react like that. Yeah, and <laughs> and watching the movie now, like with uh, a more keen eye than like just being a kid, like watching it for entertainment you would think that okay the Tropopkin, which is this monster okay mm-hmm. somehow hypnotizes or brainwashes mm-hmm. the, this guy which but is what then, i thought but then you figure out no he's just he's just moved on he's just Six, a dumbass yeah yeah and he even mentions like when his wife had the accident, well, they haven't found the body. You know, I'm really sticking on this whole, like you're moving on in six months type of thing, but they haven't found the body. He's like, yes, I'm already going to marry this other woman. And oh yeah, by the way, here's a cherry on top of your hatred of me, son. We're going to be moving. (laughs) And what really makes this uncomfortable was this guy is tongue kissing the new woman all over the place in front of his first wife's parents. Yeah. Like the grandparents are his in-laws and he just like that slow nineties, like face sucking kiss all over the place. Yep. It's gross. Trifling. I think at one point the grandpa's like, it was my turn to throw up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of like under the breath comments. Yes. And you're like, (laughs) I just think about like when I made under the breath or mumbled at like mom or dad, and I'm like, <laughs> heard that shit. and I'm like, ah, how did you hear that with your freaking bad ears? Because <laughs> the parents, hear, that's true. You hear everything. You hear nothing, and you hear everything at the same <laughs> you time. You hear nothing, and then everything. <laughs> I feel like the next couple scenes like are just a train wreck. What you would do if like you are gonna be a stepmom? You like try to get to know like the teen. Like I hate this, and I hate that. Well, it's mm-hmm. like. Obviously, Todd's upset. He goes to his room, starts reading comics, and she's like, I'm going to handle it. I'm going to take care of this. Because obviously, she's a monster, and she's like, I'm going to get my way no matter what. She's like, I love monsters, and I hate violin. Yep. Like, And Todd's like, you only like the things I like and hate the things I hate. He calls out her bullshit. Like, calls her out. And then bullshit, you suck your best. It's also... <laughs> It's also really weird because at one point she's like, hey, Tiger. And he's like, don't call me that. My mom calls me that. And you're like, weird. If any adult person was getting married to like any of our parents and they're like, what's up, Tiger? I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically it's like Denise is like, hey, I'm not going anywhere. These are the things I hate. These are the things I love. Come down for dinner when you're ready. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, and this this dinner is even more cringeworthy. Like this whole day has to be horrific for Todd. Mm-hmm. But so she makes them dinner, you know, some type of meat, whatever. Cool. cool. And the ex in laws, I guess you can say ex in laws, because in George's mind, his wife is dead. But the in laws are there. George is there. You know, Todd and Denise, and the grandfather is talking to George like, like, look, Georgie. We all get horny sometimes, Georgie. It just rolls out of his tongue like syrup. He's like, I know what you're trying to do here. You're trying to get a little something on the side or whatever, but we haven't even found your wife yet. Like, how how are your emotions going? My daughter, if you remember her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he says that famous line that's like, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, why have beef when you can have milk for free? And you're like... That was weird, Grandpa. Like, stop talking. <laughs> but there's definitely, like, like the Grandpa's, like, joking, like, I get it, you're having fun. But then what? there's, like, <laughs> what? Oh, just, <laughs> just one of the lines during the dinner. They're like, oh, Denise, don't you want some more food? And she's like, no, I'm trying to watch my figure. And then Alan Thicke's like, I'm trying to watch my figure, too. <laughs> and then his son's just like, oh, barf. There's definitely like some scenes in this movie that I'm like, this is pretty hilarious. So dinner's awkward, but this this is what I remember. It's a a Dateline plot. Yeah, it's a Dateline plot. Like George is talking about Susan's accident, and he kept going up to see the client who was Denise. He was like, oh, I kept forgetting things in her house. And they're like, oh, yeah, like how to design a door or like paint. I didn't want it to end. Yeah. I just I just found myself <laughs> keep going up there. And I could just hear that guy in Dateline. You sound like so a murder. Like, so like what happened next? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was a lovely vacation at the lake. Little did Peggy know that she would be the meal for a Tropopkin. You know, like that's the thing that was going through my mind. And he like didn't even wow. care. He did not. Yeah. After dinner, that's when, like, everyone's, like, winding down. The grandpa's, like, heated about, like... Give me some dessert, bitch. He's like, give me some dessert. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff happening in the next couple scenes. There's a lot that happens in this movie. There's a lot. Okay, so my big thing is why, like, the memory that I remember is is the step monster. Yes crouching over this random ass chicken bone that didn't get thrown away and she just starts sucking on it just like just like getting in there and i was like that was that's literally burned into my memory yeah. like mm-hmm. as a kid i saw that and i'm like that's there when you google like <laughs> step monster that image that's, comes up yes. for some reason yeah mm-hmm. she's just crouching and it's there's that. There's when the da- the grandpa goes outside to check on Todd, and he's like, "Remember baseball from the 1940s? <laughs> I used to play it." And you're like, "That was Great, one grandpa. of the most pointless scenes." It's a hundred percent pointless. He's like, "I haven't given up hope that you know your mom is still out there," but he doesn't say that no, at all. He's talks he's, about baseball. He's just like, "Well, there's there's hope." He's like, "Do you think mom's dead?" He's just like, "Well." Step that's into not the what, pitch. He's like, that's not what I said. <laughs> and then he's just like, I know. Okay, good talk. And then just goes inside after eating his dessert. Yeah, it's it's a hot mess. And then we find out uh, Tropopkins are very traditional. So there's this thing of like, okay, they've been... One, okay, Mom, Abby has been missing for six months. Oh, yeah, not Peggy. When did they... When <laughs> Got her, Peggy. All <laughs> Mom's that's Peggy. That's Peggy. your name. It's like, yes, when did they start dating? Because mm-hmm. 
George is like, yeah, let's get this practice train for a honeymoon like on. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> like, yeah, he tried to. And like, you're like, ew, you're in a public place, aka kitchen, but still public because there's people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My missing wife's parents are in the other room. Yeah, it like, gets me let, real hot. let's get let's this do on. This. And she's like, um, let's wait for the wedding night. And you're like, she's cock blocking him left and right. Well, She's got standards. Just because you're a Tropopkin doesn't mean you have to give up on like your no, she standards. Has, she doesn't have standards. She has ceremonies. She has she's, ceremonies. She's waiting. Yeah. There's tons of things she's waiting for. But I'm just like, it's like the one of like five scenes where George is like, come on. And I'm like, nothing like seeing a middle-aged man just get real turned on by a kiss. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. can we stop? I just don't enjoy this. Those, each one of those kisses takes like 30 seconds. Oh, they're so but, long. They're so long. But, but I guess like she's kind of moved in at this point. Yeah, they're both sleeping mm-hmm. in separate rooms. It's a week before the wedding, yep. like which is like, mm, that's very fast, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. But this is also where you find out that she has a little... She has this box in her room mm-hmm. that she's talking to. It's making noises and whatnot. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little gargoyle in a in this box. Is that what a harpy and is? Is it a harpy? I mean, it, they call it a harpy. The kid yeah, okay, calls it a harpy, harpy, but in the last scene where he's like... He's like, hit, hit, that, gar- hit that gargoyle. And I'm like, that's not what it's called. Why did they switch over? I have no idea. Yep. Because he calls it a harpy, and then it's like, it's like a gargoyle that protects the whatever. Anyways, <laughs> so she's talking to it and feeds it a fish, and then like a goldfish. And then this is where the dad yeah. comes into her room. And for somebody to be so perceptive about every little thing like oh we're missing a fish oh that sign doesn't have whatever on it he doesn't ask about this medieval box chest that's on her dresser like what's in there and it's like moving and making noises he doesn't ask about that at all it's like what do you have fucking excalibur yeah what the fuck is that yeah jesus that's weird but i totally forgot about that thing I, I did too. Yeah, I too. did not remember the weird, but I remember being scared of it. I remember not liking it. I never liked little creatures. Yeah. Like little creatures that could be sneaky and <laughs> growl at you. I just never liked it. I never liked dolls. So I don't like me when I was a kid. You as a child <laughs> scared me. <laughs> Taylor just walked around the house. <laughs> So I never liked it. So when you finally actually see the harpy of the creature, I was Mm -hmm. like, I did not like this. Like, I remember not liking this. You know what it kind of reminds me of? What? Fori from uh, Adventures in Dinosaur City. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my my God. Or no, the bat from uh, The Great Mouse Detective. Oh shit! It kind of does. They all have that like, (laughs) 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 like they're monsters, but they've been smoking for ten years. Yeah, I am a monster. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I want to watch Adventures in Dinosaur City so bad. Steal the girl. Get the tit. (laughs) Did you say get the tit? (laughs) You totally just said that. (laughs) Not both, just one. I (laughs) paused. Steal the girl. Get the tit. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like 
Like a doll. Steal the toys. The dolls. The doll's eyes. <laughs> Make sure you steal the guy out and get to tits. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just like the Taylor's like, did you say tits? <laughs> I was going to say something else because I know that Bat says like, like get the girl, get like the medicine. Or oh, he's like going through the else. list. He's yeah, like, and I was get just the like, shoes, I just get the stopped because I forgot exactly what it was. <laughs> he's going through his list of like what to collect, like get the soldier's the outfit. Out. Yeah. Tools. Yes. Got the toys. In the tent. In the tent. In the tent. <laughs> Radigan's like, I don't remember putting this on your list. We got it anyway. Sorry, Radigan. So, okay. So, dinner was a crap show. Yep. So, at night now, after this whole day winds down, Todd has this um, this ritual of waking up at... 11.36. Yeah, what a weird time, man. His alarm goes off. You know. Yeah. Which is apparently the time that this neighbor girl gets home and starts undressing. So not only does he spy on her through this telescope, he takes pictures like... Like a creeper kid. Yeah. Like very creepy. And I he's just, like talking to her while he's like taking the pictures. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. But also like that he uses flash and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> this was like, if I was talking to somebody, I would never use flash. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the midst of peeping on this girl, he notices Denise walking outside, like kind of fast. And she's like just walking around this neighborhood, but she sees this like dude jogging. Yeah. And he's like a bigger dude. It's fat dude. And she passes behind him. And at one point, she says, Over here, baby. But it's like really quiet. It's like, and I was kinda- like what the hell did she say? And then, like, I rewound it, and I heard She's what like, she said. She's like, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? I yeah, never heard that the first time. Yeah, and she, like, dips. And then, like, the guy turns around to, like, look at her, and he, like, smooths back, like, a part of his, like, receding hairline. Uh-huh. I'm like, great. <laughs> he walks up to this, like, dog house and hears, like, this grunting, and there's, like, a shoe on the ground. And he looks in, yeah. and it's her. Which, to be fair, is probably the most creepy shot of this movie. Yeah, how did, it's like how that your prop can get in that little tiny dog hole? I'm just throwing that out there. They're yeah. wiry. Also, before that, sorry, the dog that was in there was torn to shreds. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that he comes dog, across the dog carcass. He steps on it and is like, "Ew, gross." But I hear a lady moaning. So. I'm about to go bone somebody in this doghouse. I know. <laughs> it was it was very off putting. It was yeah. very off putting. This movie is very off putting. So he gets eaten because he's fat. Yeah, that's that. I didn't notice the first time. Like I watched this movie Monday mm-hmm. and yesterday, and when I watched it on Monday, I didn't catch that. Like, it's like, oh, she eats fat people, and I'm like, how sad is that? Well, if you notice too, she's always making them food. She's always making like something for George to eat because mm-hmm. she's trying to. I'm assuming fatten him up. Fatten him up. Yep. Well, it's a good thing their mom, like the actual mom, wasn't fat. She was like, ah, oh, you're too skinny. I'll just cocoon you for later. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anyway, so she eats the fat jogger. <laughs> it's in the news the next day. Like, it's like yeah, the top of the headlines. Like, well, it's also like, I'm pretty sure they would put his name. Like, George. George something. <laughs> George Sakai. Was killed. George Sakai. Was oh, killed doing this. <laughs> but they're like, 
the, the sun's there. Dang it. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was my. <laughs> it was me. Um, the dad and the son are there. He's reading the paper and he's like, oh, a jogger died right down the street. How the fuck did they get that in the news? So I fast? don't know. Like, like news does happen pretty fast, but I'm like, this is like the like early 90s like it's on printed paper like mm-hmm. it's not going to we're not going to the internet to find this out yeah but obviously denise is nervous because she's like oh shit that's me i can't cover up my tracks like but i can spill this big ass jug of tomato juice yeah yep. ew who drinks tomato juice for breakfast trip hopkins trip hopkins i thought it was blood <laughs> I was did like, you see that big ass plate of corned beef hash she put down no but you did yeah, and I wrote it down on my notes. I was like, damn, I want that corned beef hash. It's like mounded. It's like a whole can. <laughs> I don't think I've had corned beef hash. It's we fine. did have hash at uh You don't think you've had corned beef hash? From a can. Oh, okay. I was like, we just ate corned beef hash. Yeah, we just had corned beef <laughs> from a... Uh, <laughs> 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 from uh Tropkins. <laughs> just, just take that and like replicate it like uh, four times. <laughs> so this is when we finally get to know the babysitter. Yeah. Which is Todd's neighbor who he's creeping on. Wendy. Wendy. <laughs> Your new name is Wendy. <laughs> it's from Marcel Lachelle. Okay. Dang it. Anyways, she as soon as she walks in this door, she's got to watch Todd for an hour while the parents go get their marriage license because that fat jogger died. Sorry. Okay, okay, everybody. I'm looking at the notes that I actually wrote on paper this time. Uh-huh. And at the bottom, with an asterisk, Kate's comment, like father, like son, both are pervs, transformation and ending, not good. I didn't even know she wrote that, but I was like, like finally, I love like it. Said, both are pervs. Both <laughs> are pervs. I like that. I like that. So Denise and George are supposed to be going into the city to get their marriage license. They want mm-hmm. Todd to come, but he's like, no, I'll just stay here. And he calls the babysitter. This is where the father also makes a comment like, isn't, or Denise says, isn't Todd too old for a babysitter? And he's like, well, maybe uh, she's too old for him because oh, yeah. the father understands that Todd is like infatuated with this teenage babysitter. Okay. So weird. Yeah. Like she walks in and she's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. You keep your lips away from me. Yeah. Keep your hands away from me. I'm like, why would you babysit for such an aggressive perv? Like, like a 12 year old kid that has obviously tried to like sexually harass you yeah. in the past. You're like, mm, it just wouldn't stand now. Like that shit wouldn't happen yeah. now. What about the What about the last time that was an accident? What about the first time uh, that was on purpose? That was on purpose. And she's like, okay, yeah. So it's like, okay, this is fun. You know how boys are. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what a terrible term. I always thought she was really cool. I always liked what she wore in this. It's like that early '90s, like kind of like mom stuff. Like, yeah. like all. But the, if they roll up the sleeves, it's hip. yeah. Like it's cool. It's cool. But this is where we get more of like, okay, he's only been around his like grandparents, his future step mom, and his dad. They don't believe him. He's like, I'm pretty sure Denise is a monster. Like, she's terrible. I've seen her do this. I've seen her do that. And the babysitter's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, I don't believe you. As she's getting snacks. As she's getting snacks, because guess who's coming in? Guess Taylor. Oh, it's uh, Corey Feldman. It's Corey Feldman. Is it Feldman? Fel- Fleming? Corey Feldman plays a character Corey called Flange. Flange. <laughs> Gross. 
Corey I hate that Feldman. she said that. What phalange? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh. You don't like that word? It just sounds like I just don't know what it is. <laughs> phalange. Maybe it's just you saying it. Phalange. Ew. <laughs> Flimlanges. Is introduced as the boyfriend. He's like cool. He's in that's a band. Debatable. That's about it. Now, who did he remind you of uh, when he came in? Corey Feldman. He didn't remind me of anyone except okay. for him. So he reminded me of himself from the Lost Boys. Yes. So exactly. that came, Lost, Lost Boys came out in eighty seven. Really. He was dressed the exact same way, and he played Edgar Frog, which was one of the kids running in the comic book store. Mm-hmm. Correct. And they had all the knowledge about monsters. Mm-hmm. They totally did it on purpose, like that. Yes. So they're the babysitter and her boyfriend Flem are making out on the couch. Uh, Todd comes in. Fun fact, Flem is the name of one of the henchmen in Three Ninjas Kickback. Continue. Gosh dang it. Why is that a fun fact? Because it's fun. <laughs> That's next to be released for us. Okay. But it won't be for listening to this episode. <laughs> it would have already been released. <laughs> so he starts talking about him thinking that his stepmother is a monster, mm-hmm. a Trapopkin, and Flim's like, oh yeah, I know about those, and essentially gives him all the information that he needs. He's so wise. Yeah. It's like, she has to wait for the summer solstice to happen. That's when the wedding is. And get pregnant. And blah, it's blah, blah. Just, it's, it's the 22nd, just, but the winter solstice, I thought the summer solstice was the 21st. I mean, that's... The first day of summer. Yeah. I don't know if the summer solstice is. Uh, I don't thing. know. I've just been going around telling the people. The point is, is <laughs> the information that he gives is very convoluted and you hear it like once in this movie. Yeah. And it's supposed to be the whole reason why they're getting married so soon. Yep. Which is interesting because it's like if I'm just saying from a trip, if I was a trip Hopkin, yep. why would I need to get married? Why do I need to get tied down by a man? Why can't I just like have a baby with you and then just like. Like species. I don't think it's like that. <laughs> like, I think it's more like, I don't know, if the Trapopkin marries somebody that she then consumes, she is, her life force is increased or some bullshit like that. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe it didn't get into that, that detail. Yeah. yeah, Isabel, I think this is just a dumb movie. All right. Yeah, so. I don't want to be her right now. <laughs> no, it's just, this Trapopkin goes through so much work to, like, have her wedding night. And yeah. it's like, then like are you gonna be a housewife the rest of the time or like mm-hmm. <laughs> like who fucking knows like it's just it's just weird and the next couple scenes are very quick mm-hmm. and choppy i felt with this so let me paint this out in that it's that night after they got back from the city he see todd sees denise sneaking out again so every night denise is going out from the house you know and the father never questions like where she's going. She's always walking out in a dress. She I, doesn't drive. She, you know, nothing like yeah. that. But she's she's leaving, and Todd always sees her like going out of the gate, following somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess this is early in the morning, and the paper boy drives by. It's a chubby paper boy. I thought it was like at midnight. No, it's at that same time. <laughs> yeah, because he that wakes- he gets up to like take photos. But Who's then- delivering papers at like? Egg midnight fucking exactly that chubby okay. kid <laughs> i'm just kidding i thought it was i thought it was just that early fat morning. ass paper boy <laughs> no it's it's literally happening at midnight and i was like this doesn't make any that's sense that's not when you deliver okay. paper so the, so the paper <laughs> that's boy, on him <laughs> like he should yeah. not be out that late he should know he so should the paper boy 
is riding by on his bike. She somehow walks out of the gate after him and walks him down, scares him. She's like, hey there, big boy. Yeah. And is like, oh, I like, do you have a paper? And he's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. You just scared me. And then attacks and eats him. Yes. And the most violent one. Yeah. And you can hear the kids screaming and this monster is just like in the bushes, like on top of them. And Todd has snuck out and, starts taking pictures of this attack and scares the, or, and then runs back home and then goes to sleep. I just love that when he gets home, he tries to wake up his dad. He's like, dad, she's a monster. Not, Hey, your wife killed somebody. <laughs> yes. Like this is <laughs> like, there's intense. a murdered boy, but he wakes him out as a, like a dead ass sleep. Do you remember like running to mom and dad's room and being like, there's the monster like in her bedroom and they'd be like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like, or it would take them a while because you didn't want to like yell at them uh-huh. you're like Bob 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 <laughs> <laughs> you get like louder and louder but still trying to be like gentle when uh-huh. you try to wake up and they still wake up as violent as possible yeah, in, in, your, in, in your words you're trying to like also say I'm sorry for waking you up <laughs> Mob, Bob, but yes, I like how Todd walks in the room. Dad, there's a monster. You're like, I'm not gonna believe you. I'm never gonna believe he's just you. Like, what are you doing? Why aren't you playing your violin? Yeah, he's like, why are you up? And then this whole scene, it's like they're talking about like, like I'm excited to be married to you in a couple of days. Before Denise leaves the room, which she's just, it's just Denise now. Yeah, because. She's chained. She's got a robe on, probably to cover up all that blood. Well, yeah, she ran in real quick through a robe on like she had been in the house the entire time. Yes. Denise and George are talking just like, you know, he's just like getting used to stuff, blah, blah, blah. She's like, ah, I know. And then he, she tucks him into bed. They're sharing, they're in separate rooms before the wedding. Mm-hmm. But I just like that she tucks him in. He's like, oh, good night, <laughs> dear. <laughs> I was like, you sound like a little baby. You sound like a little big old baby. And let me just pause. How many floral prints are in that room? It's like, if you can close your eyes real quick and just imagine. Everyone close your eyes. I don't want to. I'm scared of the dark. Taylor, close your eyes. I'm scared of the dark. Taylor. going to get me. Close your eyes. There is, the room walls are split in half where there is floral print above Mm -hmm. and a different floral print below. The Mm -hmm. bed has this honey oak wood mm. as the headboard trash the <laughs> the pillows are floral print mm-hmm. the comforter is a different floral print and there's like a frilly lamp sitting on the bedside table mm-hmm. that is like looks like it has collected dust for the past 30 years mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this is where this guy's sleeping and he's an architect yeah are you trying to tell me that that wasn't the grandparents house he's the it's tra- not the grandparents, it's not the grandparents house. house it's a terrible '90s house. Because remember, when he when Todd is supposed to be left alone with Denise, he runs away from the house to his grandparents' house. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's actually just the backyard. <laughs> he just runs around, he just back runs door. around the house like <laughs> grandparents are living in a shed. <laughs> yes, the design. Todd, you come to let us out. The design throughout this movie is terrible. Nineties, yeah. it is literally a bare minimum. But mm-hmm. in, but in this, so the next morning, the father has had enough of the your soon to be wife as a monster talk. Yeah, grounds Todd and 
tells him that he needs to play the violin. He needs mm-hmm. to practice the violin. <laughs> you so, practice this Yeah, so he goes violin. upstairs, pulls a Ferris Bueller's day off, and, like, puts in a tape into his massive, like, stereo equipment that he has, and it's him playing the violin. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's funny that you mentioned Ferris Bueller. There's a fun fact. Amy, <laughs> <Tales like <laughs> Amy Dolenz, the woman who plays Wendy... Yes. She was very popular in the late like, 80s mm-hmm. and early 90s with shows that she was in and stuff. Oh, okay. I did she not know that. She was in 13 episodes of the failed sitcom of Ferris Bueller, which I oh, did not know existed. I didn't know that existed. It was one of the random things that I discovered when I was looking up people in this movie. Why would yep. you need 13 episodes of that? Why would you need a show of Ferris Bueller? That sounds terrible. Question. I didn't even like Who did she up. play in it? She played a Sloan, Ferris's oh, girlfriend. Okay. Well, she's definitely not a Sloan. Just saying. She's blonde. Unless yeah. they dyed her hair, but then still, whatever. Uh, the point is, is I don't it know didn't make sense 13, for there to yeah. be a Ferris Bueller TV show. He just gets no. into shenanigans every episode, and you're like, all right. Let me just run through this backyard again. So he puts on the cassette with the violins and then sneaks out of his room. Mm-hmm. Okay. He sneaks out of his room over to Wendy's house, who is leaving, says, I just need a ride. They drive off. She is like, she's very angry at everything this kid has presented be, her with. Yeah, I'd be angry at that kid too. Yeah. That kid She's like, Todd, what are you doing? Get out of my car. He's like, I need a ride. And she's like, mm, okay. And like <laughs> t- takes him wherever. But at this time, the violin music that's playing over the stereo, yes. you see starting to hurt Denise. So you're like, oh, Tropopkins don't like violin music. So she's <laughs> like, a random fact. she goes upstairs, smashes the stereo. Okay. Yeah. Todd has hitched a ride with Wendy to a like one hour photo booth to get the photos of this attack developed that I guess he forgot that he took all these like naked pictures of Wendy. He gets the, he gets the photos and is like, here, look, here's the proof that my stepmother is going to be, is a monster. And she sees all the pictures that he took of her is calls him a perv and just drives off and leaves him somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she drives off really slow. She like, like gets in. The, she like gets in the car. She's like, Todd, I hate you so much, you little pervert. Da, da, da. And she like backs up. Just like it Her. takes her like seven seconds to get out of frame. It's like, why didn't you peel? She's driving a Mustang. Yeah, she's got a cool car. And she's just like, I'm so bad at you. I could leave right now, but I won't. <laughs> Too fast. Mm-hmm. Just backing up. Just, and, oh my god. And this here is like the father is super inept. Because Todd walks back home, yes, but then like hops over the fence. George and Denise are out front, knocking in like a for sale sign into the front yard, mm-hmm. and he doesn't notice him going in. Like he should be. I'm assuming hours have passed. He should be grounded. He's not upstairs. He's not playing violin anymore, which is what he should be doing. I'm not going to check on him. And Todd goes upstairs, snoops in Denise's room, and finds the gargoyle. Or the the harpy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's it out and starts chasing it around the house, <laughs> knocking and breaking every one of like the hundred vases that are sitting around on the tables here. Yep. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And th- this thing looks like a hand puppet or like something that's standing there and like somebody just pulls it by a string and it just flies off camera. <laughs> but it's just making those noises like, 
and then when it takes off, it just it lands and it goes. Like it just, <laughs> just instantly like flies. Like there's somewhere. no yeah. run and jump. There's, there's no, no like, flapping of the wings. They didn't have the budget for that. They're just like here, just pull this really just, hard. Just <laughs> yank it out of out of camera. <laughs> so it flies out the window. You don't see it until the end. And of course, he's stuck holding the bag, Todd, when they come in and see that everything is destroyed. They're like, what did you do? He's like, I dropped my violin while I was practicing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, this kid gets into so much trouble. And unfortunately... It just he, doesn't go anywhere. No. From his actions, he gets grounded. And Again. His, and he's his, already been grounded. Yeah. He's grounded to just practice violin, and now he's grounded to stay at home with Denise and work things out and Denise automatically puts him to work doing like yard work random tasks it's like a montage Mm -hmm. of tasks there's a moment right after he grounds him where he's just like mom would have believed me and then Alan Thicke with a stack of comics is just like yeah probably and he stands there for 10 (laughs) seconds and then just fucking walks out the door and I'm like great conversation (laughs) he's a terrible dad yeah she probably would I don't I think out of almost, I don't know, I'd probably say 50% of the movies I've ever seen, he's like, he has to be like the worst dad Yeah, I mean, in any movie. He's just not supportive. He doesn't, he's aloof most of the time. Like, he's, it's just like, it's like he's not I'm there, a dad. He's not there mentally. He has ever. like two responses. Maybe he's a fucking robot. <laughs> and there's just like a little dude who's like, uh, let's just play, go play your violin again. Yes. And like. So him being so unresponsive to Todd throughout this entire movie, this is where I thought maybe the Trapopkin has brainwashed him. That would make that would stand to reason why he's acting this way. Yeah. And then you find out, no, he's just this way. He <laughs> it wants, is. He, he wants to get married. Just... He wants to move on with his life six months after his wife has not been found. And he is just trying to have sex with Denise and his son better practice violin and not fuck up his wedding. Yes. Yep. He's a pretty simple man. He was like, I just want people to listen to me. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. (laughs) And they, so after the yard work montage (laughs) and Todd catches Denise in a snare trap because he tries pissing her off and is like, look, I'm going to show everybody you're a Trapopkin. Of he course. could have just run around the neighborhood. She's just like, oh, I'm a Trapopkin now, just running outside in, in the middle of daylight. the day. Yeah. I like, like, after, just run a little bit down the street. Somebody will see someone her. Someone will see you be like, there's a fucking monster out here. Let's kill it. It's, it's the, fine. The dad shows up, and of course she changes back and is like, some things need to change. So they send him to a shrink. And the psychiatrist in the movie is the... Uh, as the school secretary from Ferris Bueller. Yeah, Eddie McClurg. Yep. She's really funny. I like her in a couple episodes of uh, Portlandia. I've never seen mm-hmm. him. Yeah. That's good. You got It's it's pretty it. funny. It's pretty funny. Is that? <laughs> Don't ever do what that a again. Dick. Yeah. What is? <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. But her the office is so movie. dark. It's oh super dark, but it kind of reminds me of Beetlejuice, like the dinner scene, because mm-hmm. it has... God, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, very dark in there, and she's asking these very calm questions, mm-hmm. like, why do you think your stepmother is a monster? And he's like, she eats fat people. Yes, Maybe I wrote that down. It's yeah. like, <laughs> she eats fat people. 
It's like, God damn, calm down, I man. Know. Just because the first two people were fat doesn't mean she just and then, eats fat people. And then after Todd leaves, she's just like, mm-mm-mm, what a little asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, it's just very common in movies for therapy sessions to be like dark and like Dude, they have the Rorschach, like... That office was so dark. You couldn't even see her face. Oh, I wouldn't go in that office. I'd be like, it's too dark in here. I'm pretty sure something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like way more lit up when Denise goes to visit her. Yeah. It's just like, it's. And you know what? I would almost charge Todd with the murder of yeah, the totally. shrink because he's like, she eats fat people, like looking at her like, you're portly. Like, why don't you meet her? Stand I'm sh- you. I'm sure she's going to love you. Portly. You're portly. Ah, uh, she's going to eat you, and then you're going to believe me. So suck it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't have anything to prove. So the shrink's like, yeah, maybe I will. And now, cut to somehow, Todd and his grandfather are discussing monsters, or they're going into like a comic book store that also looks like. It's like a Sven Gulli setup because it's yeah, kind of like super half Spencer's, half like old movie. Oh, God, Spencer's. Yeah, like half like old movie sets and they sell comic books. And this one really old comic book is about the death of the Tropopkin and they're trying to figure out how to kill it. Does that guy working at the comic book store, does he look familiar? Look familiar yes, to you? Yes, mm-hmm. he does. What was he in, Isabel? He's in Twister. Yeah. And? People Under the Stairs. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Man, I haven't seen that movie forever. I have to watch that. That was a, that was a scarring-ass movie It for was. Me. It was really fucking freaky. But I don't remember it. Like, I remember people being stuck in, like, walls and stuff and being, like, real pale. And I've that never guy. seen that movie. Never? No. I watched it at a really young age, and I have memories. Is it Stephen I, King? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe, but there's distinct scenes that are burned in my brain. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just there. Yep. So they're in the comic book shop, yep. but they have to buy this comic. It's like $500. Yep. They're mm-hmm. like, that's a one of a kind. Be that's like, $500. I'm also pretty sure you would be able to look through the comic, I would think. Before no. per- you can't look through a like, comic before like you, you buy go it. into a comic book shop and you see like Superman number one. And you're like, let me just thumb through that. No, <laughs> I don't need to turn it, but it's like, can I look at it? So what they're going to tell this employee is like, hey, we have a Tropopkin issue. We need to really figure out how to kill it. Can we just look at that comic for a second? I that guy see- did not look like the type of person that was going to let him do that. That's and true. Then, and then he beat the shit out of that display case with the rat. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the next, like, 20 minutes is just another montage of, like, what they have to do to get this comic. And in this time, Todd sees Denise leaving again, but going over towards Wendy's house. Mm -hmm. So he somehow goes over to Wendy's house, comes through the window when she's getting undressed. Which is a creep. So, of course, she's like, look. (laughs) Which is a creep. Yeah, which is a creep. So she's like, (laughs) of course, like, look, you little perv. I'm going to call your dad. He's like, don't go towards that door. She opens the door, and of course, the Tropopkin's standing there. Like, so where are her parents, first of all? They whatever. can afford parents in this movie. No, <laughs> they no, can no. afford one set of parents, so anyways, kind of. <laughs> the Tropopkin's standing there. They're backing up. She starts apologizing for like eating the food and making long-distance phone calls because she thinks that she's about to get eaten for things that she did while she was a babysitter. <laughs> the Tropopkin lunges towards her. Todd saves her life, pushes her out of the way, goes 
the monster goes out the window mm-hmm. and then she's like, okay, I'm on board. I understand that your stepmother is a monster now and puts a hundred dollars towards buying this book. Correct. Well, he has $50 saved up and he ends up pawning uh, his violin to get the rest of the money. So now they buy the, they buy the book. And of course he walks into his house after he's been grounded, banned from reading comic books. His dad's sitting in the front living room. Working on blueprints. Working on blueprints because that's all he does. <laughs> Jesus. And he's like, hey, what's that? I would run to my room so fast. Yeah, like, he like carried, like put it under your shirt. Like, yeah. But he's just holding it out in the open. It's this rare comic book. No bag and board. Just in hand. Getting those greasy fingers all over it. Values going down. Dad snatches it, rips it up. <laughs> How much does it cost you? $500? That's almost as much as the violin I bought you. And he's like, like, yeah, I sold that shit. Well, it's also like... (laughs) At least he's being honest the entire movie. He's like, look, this lady's a monster. That's true. I pawned the violin to figure out how to kill your future wife. Uh, I'm sorry. And the dad's like, give me that. Rips it up. Which doesn't make any sense. If someone was like, I bought this comic book for $500. Be like, you bet your ass we're going to turn around and get that $500. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I rip it off? Like, you're not showing me anything. A waste of money. That's what you're showing me. It just bothered me. It's like, why would you? It just bothered me. Yeah, true. Apologies to all our comic book fans out there. (sighs) Who who have had uh, comics ripped up. And Specifically Trapopkin comics. I will say that. Trapopkins. I knew what was about to happen. When I, you know, I knew he was about to rip the comic up, but when he did that, I instantly thought back to dad telling the story of his comic books. My, our dad had collected comics when he was a kid, like, you know, 60s, 70s, right? And he went off to college, and I've always heard the story of, like, when he went off to college, he had all of his comics at home, bags and boards. And he went back to collect them, and his mom, our grandmother, had thrown them away. Just put them out in the garbage. His entire collection. Mm. Mm. So that's always a set, like a point of contention when we're talking about comic stuff, which he loves. He mm-hmm. loves like Marvel movies, anything comic-y, yeah. but like you start talking about it, and he, you can see him just flash back to that moment when he realized that like the childhood was essentially just thrown away. Yeah. yeah. So. So the dad tears up the magazine and the magazine, the comic and son's upset. I think at this point, the dad's upset kind of like when you get into a fight with one of the parents and like you're crying, but they're kind of trying not to cry because they're also upset. Like you made me do this. (laughs) It hurts me more than it hurts you. It hurts me more than it hurts you. Except I don't think Alan Thicke ever really gets like that in this movie. I don't know what Alan Thicke is. I just, he's a Canadian. That's what he is. He's a Canadian. Oh, <laughs> they don't show emotion. Um, <laughs> Cut that out. So, like, this is happening, but this is also the time. Like, again, the therapist was like, "Hey, I want to see your future stepmom," mm. and this is where we get some funny interaction transitions with the therapist. And like, wait a second, you're not really a monster. And <laughs> I like that Denise is like, "Yeah, I am." Has, I'm like, a fucking monster. monster. Ears because she yeah. knew that she was going to eat her. And then she just punches the shit out of the therapist. Yeah, with a stock ass. Oh freaking, my gosh. Yeah. So Denise uh. eats the therapist. <laughs> and the wedding is the very next day. Yes. So they've literally been in the home for like three days. They have put it up on the market. It has sold. It must be in today's housing market. Uh, she's <laughs> <Damn>. killed. <laughs> she, she's, Cash down. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's she's killed three people. Yes. Attacked the babysitter. All fat. Um, <laughs> all fat. Also, I always thought it was interesting. That it came from the babysitter, but like, did the monster think the babysitter was fat? Oh, that was rude. Body image. Fucking rude monster. No, I think that she was going to kill her because like there was too much information being s- spread out about her. She's I like, guess. Don't, I don't go that deep. I was like, movie, I, don't, I don't think Denise is that like, oh, I think they're talking about me. Uh, <laughs> the wedding. Who wants to talk about this amazing wedding? It's it's fine if we all take parts of it. No, I, I think you should... You should, <laughs> should talk you about should the ha- wedding? You should helm it. Basically, the whole thing is, like, Todd's got to stop this wedding, which he, like, the way home alone, like, to get two grown men to stop coming in your house. He went, like, hard in the paint. Like, he did what all he could. Todd, on the other hand, was like, you know what? I'm going to wax these stairs. I'm going to hide a camera, and I'm going to call a fire department, which is, like... Okay, that's it's fine. Kid stuff, but yeah. these are like kid things, and <laughs> it's like whatever. There's like so the ceremony's being held. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, wedding goes off without a hitch, and <laughs> <laughs> I think like, you should talk about it. Bitch. <laughs> no, but the ceremony is in their house. Yeah, I was thinking like. Just even with low budget movies, they at least have like twenty friends each. Fucking like, film it outside. Film it outside. It's nice. It's pretty. It's in the living room. In this dark, <laughs> damp living room. And it's got three balloons hanging from the chandelier. That's the decoration. I mean, how the much? Three w- balloons for the three other people in this wedding, which are the grandparents, the grandparents, and, and Todd. Oh yeah, and Todd. Yeah. So I was going to say the past. She doesn't have any family or friends, which hmm, I'm just saying I'm getting married to someone that like doesn't have any family or friends. Sus. Also, sorry, I just thought of this. <laughs> they went and got a marriage license. Mm-hmm. You have to provide a lot of information to get a marriage license. Yeah. So it's like, how did she get a marriage license? She just threw down some fucking moss. It's like, <laughs> like there, it's like leaves bird. and rocks. I don't know how did she hi- how did she hire an architect to come up with plans for her house out in the middle of the woods? Maybe by eating people, she's stealing their money. Maybe in terms of stealing their identities. Oh no, I've become that thing which I hate. She just shows somebody she who just digs shows the way paper too boy. deep into a yeah. stupid. How did she do this? <laughs> she shows the paper boy ID. Like this is me. It's like it's like I start talking about something deep. I'm like, why didn't they do this? And then as soon as you start talking, I'm like, single. That's like way too much. Yeah, this is <laughs> too like, deep. Wait, too I deep. was just talking about. That. I know. This entire time though of the wedding, like Todd's going all out. He's like, I gotta stop this. This is terrible. I'm gonna do whatever I can. He called the fire. Department. The dad is aloof mm-hmm. the entire time. Like the night before they get married, he's on his bed all sprawled out and his blueprints. Like he's like, I can't wait to get married to you. And it's like. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. You're excited. You're excited. Then there's all these like little things that like Todd does. And he's like, why are you waxing the stairs? Like, why Mm -hmm. would you be doing this now? Like, why is this happening? But then the wedding officiant is Sean Astin's father. Okay. Is it really Sean Astin's father? Okay. Someone asked me that and I was like, I didn't know. And if you don't know who Sean Astin is, it he is uh, Samwise Gamgee from Potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> and uh, he also plays uh, Bob in season two of Stranger Things. Ugh. And he's also in The Goonies. The Goonies. Yeah. It's our time down here. 
He plays the good Mikey. Mm-hmm. The good Mikey. Yeah, the bad Mikey. We were just talking about Stranger Things and how Mike is an asshole. Oh, I was like, the good Mikey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I guess like... they never call him Mikey in the show. No. Yeah. yeah. Just Mike. Yeah. Okay. Fuck Mike and Stranger Things. So he's, he's there asshole. to officiate the wedding, which they gave him this like weird little character additive where he just coughs. He smokes, but it's like he coughs through the entire scene. Yeah. And you're like... I think it's just I supposed can't. to be a thing where it's like disrupting. just delaying it more. Yes, but it's just... It's literally. It's very odd. And him as uh, the officiate, he like, after it's over, he's like, you do, you do. Okay, great. You're married. And he like puts a cigarette in his mouth and he coughs one more time. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's like, have a nice reception, have a the, nice life. I need a light, Jesus Christ. The thing, <laughs> the thing that I noticed first about him, I was like, not Gomez Adams. Not Sean Astin's father. I'm oh, like, I know what it is. Is that the guy from uh, Return, Return of, of the Killer Tomato? <laughs> yes, it is. We watched that movie so much. We watched that movie a lot. Like, is Jeez. it a parody movie? I think it's just supposed to be one of those like intentional like B movies. Yes, oh we talked God. we talked about this when we were talking about Batman. Oh uh, no, yeah. Yeah, Batman and Robin because it was. George Clooney was oh, in Return right. of Oh, that's right. You're like, it's like a parody movie. <laughs> seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. So Denise is in her dress. She's ready to get started. Everything's ready to get started. But yeah, she gets past all these little obstacles that Todd laid out. You know what? She takes Todd's mother's ring off of his dad's hand and puts it on her own. Yeah, super weird. Super inappropriate. Super inappropriate. I think that was the one thing that broke his back and was like, I want to kill this witch. Yep. Which, okay. There's just like a, the little scene of like the wedding cake. Again, they're partying with five people. Yeah, it's a fucking huge cake. (laughs) The dad comes in the back, in the kitchen where Todd is like moping and it's like, come on, come out to the party. And you hear like 1930s like jazz on the radio, like, and you're like, this is very boring. And all the scenes in the house are shot with such a haze around it. It's like a 1980s flashback oh scene. God, yeah, there's like that so weird bad. glow. Everything's, all the windows have that tool fabric. Like, it has like it's that, light, but it's not fully top, light. But then the, mm. the curtains are like behind it and it's all different. It's terrible. Floral prints like out the ass. By far, this party is terrible. Okay. Um, so we kind of fast forward. Finally, Todd finds the missing piece to the comic that they were trying to put together yep. after the dad ripped it up, which honestly, you could look at it and be like, cool, violin kills Trapopkins. Mm-hmm. That's Context it. Context clues from previous pages. Like, come on. Just like, geez. yeah, it <laughs> hates music, blah, blah, blah. Like, he could have figured this out without this piece. So this is, the again, another montage of getting all these people together. Wendy comes in. Grandpa comes in. Flem and his band come in as... George and Denise are getting ready for their special night. Like mm-hmm. he's like, I'm ready for this. I'm a lady. Like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's, he's like, really excited. Like he has, he really wants to consummate this marriage. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he, but he like keeps screwing up because like she's already. I think he's nervous too. He's like, is this cheating on my wife? Be like, maybe she's. It's been six months. She Didn't might not like be dead. really cared in the first place. Yes, yes. It's like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So while they're trying to consummate the, the marriage upstairs, on the outside of the house, Todd and everyone else is like putting together this elaborate like concert type thing. Oh, God, yeah. Put up lights and speakers. 
to play crappy violin music, which at this time, Denise is like starting to change in front of George. And Mm -hmm. George is like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. My son was right. You're a monster. <laughs> You're a monster. But she picks up a bottle of wine and... She's like, go to sleep. <laughs> she fucking knocks him out and it's hilarious. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's pretty good. So full Trapopkin like garb now. She runs out. <laughs> it's just like a Trapopkin coat and pants. <laughs> Got these Trapopkin skin boots. <laughs> she runs outside, starts trying to attack people. She ends up falling down because Violin is basically killing her. Yeah. And she like kind of dies. Yes. But then, <gasps> and then the harpy comes in and it's like, okay, harpies are there, I guess. Or is Denise's protector when she's not in her Trapopkin form? Yeah. Yeah. So it starts like. Like a little sidekick. Yes, and it starts like nibbling at a wire, like to stop the music. It's like all the music stops, and yeah. all the music stops. The tape ends. The Jabopkin <laughs> like bring up that energy, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, all, all, movie. all music start stops. This, um, <laughs> so they think it's dead at this point, mm-hmm. and ends up being like. It, they kind of circle it back to the beginning when they first met, and she's like, "Hi, tiger," but in like a monster voice, and yeah. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it like trips him, <laughs> and it's like she starts going after him, and then all of a sudden the dad wakes up, and then you hear this fucking terrible ass violin music, and it's the dad. He's like, "This is what skills get you," and he's just like going to town on yeah, that he, violin. He took the receipt back that Todd had with the comic yes. to the pawn shop, and he got the violin back. Yeah, because he's like, "That's my fucking violin." <laughs> it's like I actually bought that for me. This is a special uh, Trapopkin killing violin. It's been in my family for generations upon <laughs> generations. <laughs> like you know Van Helsing. Well, uh, it's George Daltrey. Bitch. Anybody <laughs> see Trapopkin? Say hey. hey. Damn, I was about to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fucking beat you too. And they find was like. Trapopkins. Oh so they end up it like a Trapopkin that has some bad stuff. Scurrying <laughs> <laughs> up probably, in the tree. It's probably cracking. <laughs> Got a hold of the wrong stuff. Oh my gosh. But the dad kills Denise. And it this death scene, it's like melting. It's disgusting. So the Trapopkin's laying there and like writhing around in pain, like hits its ear. The ear like yeah, comes off. It's pretty gross. It shows the like the skeleton with like the the flesh like melting off of it and then it does some weird like animation where it just like whoosh, like disappears it just <laughs> yeah. turns into smoke it is like you should have just left it as a melting mass it would have been cool yeah, yeah it would have been cool and so. then Corey feldman comes in with the great line wow and they said heavy metal music is dangerous yeah <sighs> the fuck Thanks, Corey Feldman. Thanks, Flynn. He's probably the highest paid actor in this movie. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I can see that 100%. But it's also like someone wrote that line for him. I don't think he came up with that on no, his No, they own. just told the riff. Be like, it just go crazy. Just go crazy. Yeah. So, Tropkin's dead. Yep. The Which could Harpy have been is dead. the end of the movie. It could have been the end of the movie and been like, great. But no, we get a fake out. And the next five minutes is one- I'm just saying, Trapopkin just died in my front yard. I was just married to a monster. I'd be a little. I would be drinking right now. I'd be doing something. He's legally married to this. He's monster. Well, he's not he now. She's just dead. Killed, he just killed his wife. 
for maybe a second time. And from watching this movie? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he comes in tomorrow with a new wife. Like, yeah. this is your stepmom. We're already married. We're just going to cut to the chase. <laughs> it's a leprechaun. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got a thing for mythical creatures. Oh, God. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Little female leprechaun. Well, I guess you would just say leprechaun, not female leprechaun. Yeah, it's okay, not yeah, like... Sorry. <laughs> Just to specify just that it's not a male gender. leprechaun, it's a female leprechaun. It's everyone. It's everyone. But they get up the next day. To go fishing at the fucking lake where their mom went. But Busy. I was very interested in this ending scene. It was they, two months later. It wasn't the next. It was two months later. When did it say two months later? Before it, the scene changed. No. No, it did. No, it did. It didn't. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it didn't because right it literally says it literally says the next day. Like they're up talking in bed, and he's like, "Tomorrow is all about you. We're gonna do whatever you want." Yeah, it's literally the next day. Oh shit! Okay, you owe me a coke. So they just killed a Trapopkin. That's not how that works. They go to sleep <laughs> in that house that night. So everybody clears out. They're they asleep. The father's like, I know I just melted my new wife in the front yard, but Correct. tomorrow we're going to do whatever you want. The kid's still stuck on those bad memories of the time he was put off by his dad. And was like, I want to go fishing at the lake. Mm-hmm. So they go up to the lake. They do like a little Andy Griffith walking down the path. And then they're like, oh, shit. They find Todd's mom's like lantern that she was carrying the night she went missing. Which I'm like, who the fuck did you guys hire? To like try to find her. Anybody? I don't think they did. They pick up the lantern, and then Todd's like, oh, look. And then they walk into the Trapopkin cave, and he's like, Trapopkins are said to like make their homes in caves like this. And it's they, like two feet away from the path. Yeah. Like. yeah. And then somehow, they end up, they're like, what is this? And it's like, oh, they cocoon their food for later on. In the winter. And they, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's a crapshoot if like they did or didn't. It depends on where they are. They open <laughs> two of these cocoons. Who knows how long these people have been in there. Two fishermen like run out and it's like, oh, get me out of here. Oh, I, I, wish, I wish one of them was like a prospector from like the 1800s. Oh, that yeah. would have been cool to be like, man, she's been doing this where for a while. Where am I? And immediately dies from a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Order your buckles. <laughs> but... So in this, the third one that they come to, because you could see the glimmer of hope in their eyes, like, Mom, they open this up, and she sticks her head out of there like she just woke up in a freaking shampoo commercial. She, like, had a like, spa day. She didn't eat for fucking six months. She's just been in this cocoon. She didn't have food or water. She steps out of the cocoon like she was just in a slight ordeal. Like, she just... I took a little siesta, and now I'm back, even though I was in this cocoon for six months. And then they just walk off, and the movie's done. They're like, are you going to explain what we did for the last six months? Be like, nah, Dad, you should. And you're like, you're going to fucking tell your wife of six months? You didn't come looking for her? (laughs) Like, did you just wake up the next morning when she wasn't there and just was like, "I, I guess we're going home? Yeah. I guess... Todd, you go home, see with grandpa and grandma, and uh, I'm going to go over to Denise's. I'm going to finish this house. How do you explain that mm-hmm. and not be pissed off? I but, just kept going to the same lake that you were missing in, seeing this other woman, and then I married her, and then I melted her with violin music on our front lawn. Oh but I also sold the house, so we definitely have to move. But I guess we can move into the house that I was building for Denise because she was a monster and she's dead. But they're also in Tropkin land, so. We'll just put up a fucking fence. Get out of here, you Tropkin! Or, uh, just, <laughs> just, or just play uh, violin music. 
24-7. Just blare it. I'm sure that they would clear out of the woods pretty That's quick. That's true. That's oh true. Oh, my God. And the movie ends with a shot of the comic book that's mirroring the scene of them walking away. Yep, fantastic. And that's a fucking movie. Oh, my God. Going out with a bang on and this we one. just crossed two hours. Thank fucking God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I thought it was good. Did you, though? I mean, it was nice to have like those memories back, but... I think the dad was just. It I think the dad just made me mad. <laughs> yeah, the dad just he pissed, pissed me, off, me off so much in this movie. Oh my god! This is a sweater vest, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the sleeves pushed up. Oh my god! I think watching this movie and knowing what I was getting into and like what I was expecting. Obviously, it's not some well-written piece of work. It is a piece, but not a piece of work. Oh, it's it a piece was. of work, all right. <laughs> Um, it was entertaining for what it was. Yeah. I, I will say that Babysitter was like boobs out half of the freaking movie. So was Denise. There were like weird sexual undertones. And for this to be geared towards kids, because of what it did come out on Disney, I don't okay. remember if they like, how could they have those cuss words or like those type of like sexual things at Disney or maybe at like at the time it wasn't an issue because I know there were some cuss words like Jesus Christ. And like, I think the kid says shit one time. Like I, he says it a couple times. I yeah. Think. But it, I don't it's know. weird. Yeah. Who yeah. Knows? I don't know. Anyways, fun movie. Uh, might watch it again just to like riff on it, but yeah, it's like it was, the, it was fun. It's like the only thing that I can recall seeing Alan thick in other than growing pains. And I never <laughs> saw growing pains and I just remembered this movie, but I know he's done other things. Mm hmm. Yeah, don't I know what that is. Yeah, I couldn't pick out what other things he's been in. <laughs> Isabel's like, I could have Googled it, but I just definitely did it. So now that this movie's over, <laughs> now that this movie's over, loud. what was your least favorite movie to watch? Oh, that we've done season? so far? Yeah. I mean, it's probably one of mine. Uh, <laughs> Unless it's randomly you picked, this one. Well, <laughs> you picked from... From where I am, my perception, like the worst movies, but I'll also say maybe because of like the age difference, yeah. you liked a lot like weirder movies than I would actually sit down and watch. Um, I would have to say it's a toss up between Mother Goose, Rock and Rhymes, okay. or Warriors of Virtue. Okay. And if I was just going off of sheer like how I felt afterwards, it would have to be Mother Goose, Rock and Rhymes. Really? Because at least the Warriors of Virtue... I can, I can watch it and like if I'm watching it with one of you guys, like I can crack on it and whatever. But the Mother Goose Rock and Rhymes one was so weird and like so in your face yes. and like the angles and everything's over the top because it's mm-hmm. so, it's geared towards young kids and stuff. I was like, it really irritated me. So, okay, it's Warriors of Virtue for me. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. Like, there's no denying. Like, even thinking about it now, like, I am, we're in a library right now, and I'm just staring, and all I can see is that kid's fucking face, and I hate it so much. <laughs> when he dies? <laughs> oh, damn, Or just, wow. when he's doing the football scene, and he's got that weird, oh, God, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. So, that's the worst film for me. Well, okay, we'll see they're if both can... tailors. What's your worst film? You have to continue this okay my worst film that isn't my movie that i picked i would or actually i think worries of virtue when you were recording that you lost steam at the end dude real I quick I was, that was a long episode that we filmed i was 
I yeah. But it's like you since we are like watching these movies, like definitely for entertainment, because it's like I can definitely find something entertaining about every movie we watch. Oh, yeah. But it's also like Am I this critical in person? Like, no. Yeah. But it's on like, your face, you are verbally probably not. There was a bitch face sometimes. But it's just like watching these movies. You're like, I didn't, I didn't like them when I was a kid. But I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I think I know how to pull a sentence together. I know mm-hmm. how to like do stuff. But I'm like, this was written for a child. Yeah. I think my least favorite movie to watch out of everything that wasn't a movie of my own. Because one of my movies would definitely take that. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it was probably The Three Musketeers. Like, I just didn't. I just like so many <laughs> other Three Musketeer movies. <laughs> than that that. <laughs> and you're like, this one, you're like, yippee. I mean, you watch a sword fighting movie, and so, especially like a lot of old movies yeah. are so good with sword fighting. Yeah. But this movie, it was just kind of bleh. It's like butter knives. Yeah. You're like, this and is it's fun. like the only reason Chris O'Donnell won. Mm-hmm. Is because the other guy was interrupted by what's her face, or like helped <laughs> yeah. him out. That's yeah. the only reason he got he defeated him. What? <laughs> what about your favorite movie we've done this far? Do you need the list? I have it on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, also like least favorite and favorite, I think is subjective because these each meant something to us Correct. at a time where you might pick Worries of Virtue because of your memory from when you were a kid. But when you watch it now, you're like, there's no fucking way that I would watch that movie again. Mm-hmm. So we actually, it's get, a little tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a little tough, probably. but we get, we get into that. Like, Oh, I remember this, but now I'm looking at it a different way, but you still have those memories of that movie when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of like delve deeper into them. So I don't think I had one favorite because going through the recordings, like, one spending time with you guys and then talking about it and like Aww. our side conversations, like each movie brings up a different instance of that. Yes. Yeah. So there's no movie that I would say is my favorite, but watching it, sitting through it is like, okay, I hate you for making me sit through this again. <laughs> but I also have my fond memories of like Mother Goose Rockin' Rhymes too. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Taylor? What he said. <laughs> You're like, come up with uh, something that Yeah, that's a good answer. Honestly, I think it was a toss-up between Tremors and The Saint. Oh, shit. Like, those two, <laughs> especially Tremors. God, we watched that movie so much growing up. Yeah, I had a friend just text me. He's Him and his wife were like stuck on He-Man episode. Oh, they thought it was hilarious, and they were stuck on the image of the nipple that you took, Taylor. <laughs> So it's like your ta- Singleman's pick, your pictures, like it just, it was like they loved it. But uh, one of them texted me and it was like, I listened to the Tremors episode and they were like, I used to watch this as a kid all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just like brought up good memories. And I'm just like, yes, this is what we want. Yo! Yo! We want those good me- memories. I will, <laughs> I will it's okay. It's choked on my spit. I'm like, ah! Hmm. You just moved emotionally. You're not choking on your spit. Yeah. (laughs) So there are 20, well, actually 23 movies down because we did the two special episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which were, which were the weeks where we were just like, we don't really have, well, yeah, the first one was let's try, but then jingle all the way was just kind of like, we don't have time because it's holidays (laughs) and it's really fucking busy. We're going to do this. 
Um, Hold on. You don't need to tell them how the sausage is made. Okay. You don't need to tell them all the behind the scenes stuff. Just, you know. A lot of the gross parts. We really <laughs> we really planned it uh, months in advance to watch Jingle All the Way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we had ideas and we executed them. and they Sufficiently. Did not, they did not es- execute as well as we thought it would. It was still a really great time. But it's like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Didn't work the way we wanted mm-hmm. it to. But that's okay. That's Not everything they, does. We just... Yeah. So down Learn the road, from that, move on. So down the road, we'll do the Lost Boys again yes. and Jingle all the way. Yes. I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would definitely be really fun. Kind of like redeeming. Be like, just we'll take those out mm-hmm. of uh, season one. Every every year at Halloween and Christmas, it's just us critiquing our last year's episode. Oh my god! <laughs> of, those, yeah. of that same of movie. That same yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, one of my favorite movies to come up through this. I think there's going to be a lot of movies singled in that I've never seen or I've never given them a chance mm-hmm. that I will be able to watch those now and be like, I really enjoyed this. I think RoboCop was one of my favorite episodes. God. Like listening, tape, like recording, watching, like I yeah. loved all of it. Mm. Like it was awesome. And yeah, it's like was, I have a new appreciation for these types of movies. Yeah, that was definitely one of the breakout episodes for us where we kind of like figured out our like... Um, our jam. Yeah, we kind of like got into a good rhythm and... We got comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really nice. Yay! Yeah. RoboCop it, brought us together. But in, <laughs> but in terms of movies that we're not used to watching, mm. I think you're going to get the worst of it. Yes, because we're two years so apart, much older. yeah. <laughs> Isabel yeah. and I are two years apart, and you're ten years apart from me. <laughs> from Taylor, and eight years apart from Isabel. Yeah. So it's like that's where it's like I know that this movie was on when I was like walking through the house, leaving. Yeah. But you two were sitting down, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I'm just yeah. like fucking yeah, yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like it was like the majority of all my movies. You had like seen glimpses of. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm just like yeah. fuck. Now I have to watch them. Don't worry. Oh, and. Do vetoes carry over? Because I definitely didn't use one from this season. Uh, no, you get one. Shit. We get vetoes, but those movies don't show up. So yeah, that's right. Not but too many. No, they'll hear about them. Oh, we'll like definitely when you give the thing, them. it is. And I guess do we the vid- movie, and then I'm like, no veto. So I need to think of another bad movie that you can veto, and then the true movie that I want you to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we always have to have a second movie. In <laughs> well, hand. then you know what? If I know that it's a really bad movie and it's coming from you. I'm like, okay, I see your plan, and I will watch that bad movie to veto the other one. And I'll just, you will just keep picking bad ass movies. It will never get to that one. You're right, bad ass movies. Yeah. Oh my God. (sighs) Oh my geez. But this is the end of season one. Yeah. Season two, we are going to, beforehand, we're going to come together and uh, formatting wise, come up with some ideas and whatnot to make season two even. That much more memorable for us, for you guys, for the listeners, and uh, maybe have some even uh, some special features. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for season two. I'm super yeah. excited. Yeah, maybe some stuff like maybe a Patreon with <gasps> some uh, with some bonus features. I was thinking about calling the the bonus episodes like gag reels or bloopers or something like. I mean, bloopers Ooh. is kind of goofy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taylor's like, like, I want to make it unique, but, but I don't want to use any of that cheese ball shit. And you're like, here's some cheese ball shit that we're going to do. <laughs> but there is, there is so much content that I've cut out of each oh episode that mm-hmm. I can splice together and 
Maybe it's, put that make it up. seem as if Isabel saying anything. It's just <laughs> it's a mixture. It's a mixture of flubs of ridiculous tangents that we go on that are like way too Fucking extended for the actual yes. episode. Cottage cheese and just oh my god, perfect. I want to hear all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. So super excited, looking towards the future, and I guess this is. Mixed Movie Reviews, <laughs> signing yeah. off for season one. And as always, I want to give a special shout out to Damien Carter for letting us use his song, Just Hanging Out. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> I Bye. can't stand you. Just hanging out, hanging out. Hanging out with the family. Having ourselves a party. Okay. Warm up. Take deep breaths. Me, 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 me. Every time, Jesus. <laughs> oh, so, me, oh, me, 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 me. <laughs> Same joke. All the time. All the time. Sweet and sour like a tangerine. Ew, what Fresh is that? like a, a box, box of Krispy Kremes. Oh. Candy Rogers Gumball is my gambling theme. What is that? It's, I was about to say Backstreet Boys. <laughs> You're like, oh. You're like, you don't remember. I was like, you don't remember that, Isabel, from your time being obsessed with Backstreet Boys? Dun, 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 dun. Or is that NSYNC? I don't know what song you were singing. I, I that think could you, be any song. I yeah. think you had an idea of a, of a, of a boy band song. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, that's, it's, <laughs> no, it's Backstreet Back. Okay. Let's oh do that God, one again. we're back again. Yeah, Backstreet Boys. Got it. See, I got it. <laughs> oh my God, we're back again. That's Backstreet Boys, right? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, just taking me right back to my childhood. To take a look. <laughs> what is my name? I said Singleton. Okay. Here.